Well, welcome to the eFreeze weekday devotional. I'm going to give it a few, uh, some uh, time here while everybody else uh, checks in. If you are online and with us um, this noon hour, if you could just uh, write a brief comment or hit an emoji or something, that way we could see who's all on and we can get started here. And um, so we've made it through another weekend, uh, Palm Sunday, and uh, the children's ministry did a great job with the uh, Palm Parade and the parking lot and all of that. It was uh, a pretty awesome, awesome service to have. Well, we want to take this time to just kind of break away from the never-ending social media um, and uh, scroll and and if you could just stay with us for about 15 minutes and we want to open it up for a time of prayer where we could pray for you and care for you and uh, be there for you update with you a little bit on the uh, what's uh, coming up with Easter season coming up and uh, um, I have about a 10-15 minute devotional I want to share with you all of something that God's been teaching me um, in this season and uh, so it's good to have you all here with us today. Our our church's uh, um, vision statement is every person matters as you see on, let's see if I get this pointed right, every person matters is on the wall there and you matter to us. We wanted to stay connected with you uh, through this uh, means and um, we're going to have a devotional time here, and then uh, we're going to have some announcement time. But I also want to provide time for for you to share uh, maybe a prayer concern, prayer need that you may have um, along this light and during this season of time. My name is Brian Klein, and I'll be leading the devotional today. And uh, the devotional today, I've, uh, you know that I've been talking about the power in the pivot. And it seems to me that um, every situation that I've been uh, facing ever since I've had that um, talk about the, the power is in the pivot has been always a constant reminder for me. And this is a time when um, this last weekend my wife wasn't feeling good. She doesn't have the virus or anything, but she just didn't feel like getting out. So she sent me out to do the grocery shopping. And to be honest with you, I haven't gone out. I haven't uh, gone to any of the stores or anything. And it was like an eye-opener for me to walk in and to see how much of the food and everything is, is picked over, how empty the shelves are. And it kind of it stirred me a little bit, kind of made me feel a little bit uneasy. And it reminded me that as I left, I was kind of like overwhelmed by it. And it seemed uh, I was a little filled with anxiety. And uh, um, so I had kind of secluded myself from that and being able to go to the grocery store a few times this weekend helped me realize, oh my goodness, uh, I can see where people, uh, where we all get kind of anxious and get excited uh, about what is happening. So I wanted to share with you from a passage in 2 Kings, an Old Testament passage. This is a passage where Elisha, the prophet, uh, was um, um, 
and uh, he was surrounded by a band of Armenians uh, who were the enemies of Israel. And I just want to read uh, verses uh, uh, 15 through 17 with you uh, this noon hour. And uh, just kind of take some time to point out a little bit about uh, what Elisha's servant experienced uh, one day when he woke up. So uh, here we go. Verse uh, 15 says, When the servant of the man of God got up and went out early the next morning, an army with horses and chariots had surrounded the city. Oh no, my lord, what shall we do? The servant asked. Verse 16, don't be afraid, the prophet answered. Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And then Elijah prayed, open his eyes, Lord, so that he may see. And the Lord opened the servant's eyes, and he looked, and he saw the hills full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. Now, it seems to me that each day we wake up and we hear that the worst part is still to come. And we hear different stories and we hear all of these um, uh, reports. And, and even if you go on um, the map on the website and you can look at where the virus is and where it isn't, it seems like we are in Nebraska anyways, we are surrounded uh, by the virus. And the news and the economy is just crumbling as well. And just all of these things are just crashing around us. And I imagine that each and every one of us could identify with what the servant, uh, Elisha's servant replied that uh, that day when he said, oh no, Lord, what shall we do? What what shall we do in a time where this is unlike un, any other time that we've ever experienced? What shall we do? Um, you go to the store, the shelves are low in supplies and a sense can come into our spirit. Oh no, what shall we do? Some receive news in these past few weeks that, that they've been laid on, on, on furlough. Some of you have been put on furlough or maybe laid off or you've had to close your business for a while and you have said to yourself, oh no, now what shall I do? How are we going to go forward in this? What am I going to do in the midst of all of this? And, and Elisha replies to the servant and says this, Elisha replies to him and says, don't be afraid. Now, that, how is that for an answer, right? How is that for an answer when everything else is, is crumbling around uh, you and you say to yourself, you know what, just don't be afraid. And uh, uh, I'm sure that there are certain things happening in your life that you've tried to tell yourself, don't be afraid, but the more you tell yourself to not be afraid, it's like thinking, don't think of a pink elephant, and the more you don't try to think about it, the more, the more you're thinking about it. And so, so that could even create even more anxiety, can it not? And so what I want you to do 
is uh, on the comment section, you could type in maybe maybe some of the things that uh, been happening in your life so I could kind of hear what's going on in your life out there. I want to connect with you. I don't want you just to be listening to me. I want to hear what's happening with you that what's caused you to say, oh no, what shall I do? So go ahead and mix, uh, write a comment and uh, and just say, you know, what have you been going through that you will say to yourself, oh no, what what shall we do? You know, Megan has put in here, as you see, uh, see here, you know, he's, he's missing his friends, his teachers, your children are out of the routine. And, and uh, all of a sudden, you know, it's kind of like, what do you do? What do you do? Um, so anybody else out there um, wanted to share a little bit about, you know, what are you going through? Don't be afraid. Just write something you could write put an emoji, something like that. Just comment uh, quickly uh, a little bit here of uh, what what's going on in your life that you are saying, oh no, what shall we do? Um, you know, my father, who is in Phoenix, for instance, um, he's in an independent care facility and he's uh, that facility's been notified that there are uh, six positive cases in the independent living place. And so it's easy on, on the phone with my dad to say, oh, no, you know, what shall we do? Um, Travis, you know, is concerned uh, is um, uh, my main concern is my husband getting sick and then passing it on to my elderly grandma. So, you know, what what do we do when we have those concerns? What do we do in, in those kind of situations? What do I do when I'm in Nebraska? My dad's in Phoenix and now. Uh, all these independent living residents are locked into these one-room apartments and, you know, going a little stir-crazy um, and everything. Well, this is what Elisha says to his servant. First of all, he says, don't be afraid. So he's trying to reassure him. Now, I can't, I, I feel like if I said that to all of you today who have either lost a job or are on furlough, or you've had to close your business down, or you're trying to teach kids uh, school, plus also take care of your kids in school. And I would say, you know what, don't get over anxious. It'd be like, you know, that would be like the, the worst kind of recommendation I would have for you. But Elijah says something here uh, that is very uh, pivotal for the servant. He says, he says to the servant, Listen, don't be afraid, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And I want to encourage you to think about that. It comes when we are looking at what is encroaching around us, when all of a sudden things are changing and, and life is getting difficult and you don't know how you're going to make it from one moment to the next. And it's easy to kind of get focused on on those type of things and uh, you know uh, and you you're wondering what is going on and 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 Elisha says I'm telling you pivot and get and remember to put your focus on what is greater that is around you you don't see you're not going to see it you're not going to hear it but it is a point of pivoting 
pivoting from your circumstances and then being able to look at what God says he will do for us. For instance, he says, uh, those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Uh, in Romans 8.31, it says, God is, if God is for us, who then can be against us? Or what can separate us from the love of God? You know, pestilence, disease, all of that. No, God's love is still present for you. God's provision is still there for you. He is with you. If God is for us, then who can be against us? Romans 8.37, it says that in Christ, we are more than conquerors. We are more than just being a conqueror. We are more than a conqueror. In Christ, as we face these dire times and these uncertain times, Jesus has you. He is there for you. He is your hope to hold on to. He is the one that is surrounding you. There's more around you in Christ than there is out there in the news, in the media, and the world out there saying things that can be discouraging and cause fear and anxiety. Um, I love this one. 1 John 4.4 4 says this, Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. You see, it's a pivot. It's a pivot of being able to not get so caught up in the way you're thinking about the world, but to remember who has you, who is living in you, who's got you. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. The one that died on the cross for you, the one that resurrected from the grave that we're going to celebrate this weekend, that life-giving Jesus is in you. That power of the resurrection is in you. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Jesus even said in John 16:33, he said, in this world, you shall have tribulations. And he says, but take heart. I have overcome the world. In other words, we're going to overcome this. And we're going to get through this to the other side. I don't know when that's going to be. I don't know how it's going to look, uh, what day that will be, or whatever. But you know what? Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. In this world, you're going to, we're facing tribulations. But take heart. Jesus has overcome this. He is our overcomer. He is the one that we fix our eyes on. He is the one that is there for us. So I want to wrap it up with a passage in Isaiah 42 verses 6 through 9. I love this passage because it says, you know, um, I love the song that says, open my, open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I'm not going to, I'm not going to uh, um, sing it to you, but uh, it's a, a great old song that we used to, to sing. I want to see Jesus. I want to see Jesus in these times. And so um, Isaiah 42, 6 through 9 says this, I, the Lord, have called you in righteousness. I will take hold of your hand. I love that. I love the very fact that God says, you know what? I've called you in righteousness, but I also, I want, I want you to know, I'm going to take hold of your hand. 
It's like when you're child, when you are a child, or when you have your children, and you, the adult, are reaching down and you're looking at the circumstances, and you're saying to John or to Josh or to Kirsten, to any of my kids, I'd say, you know what? Take hold of my hand. I'm going to take hold of your hand. I'm going to walk uh, with you through this. So that's the Lord is saying, I've called you in righteousness. I will take hold of your hand. I will keep you. And I will make you to be a covenant for his people and a light for the Gentiles. To open the eyes that are blind, to free captives from prison, and to release from the dungeon those who sit in the darkness. I am the Lord. That's a, that's a great pivot. The pivot of looking at who is Lord over all this. No one has any answers, but God is in control. God is in charge. I am the Lord. That is my name. I will not yield my glory to another. See, the former things have taken place, and new things I declare. Before they spring into being, I announce them to you. I hope that that verse would be a verse that would encourage you. That would be a time to, uh, for you to be able to look and grab and, and know that God is reaching down with his hand to love you and care for you, to help you. And, and all these times when you wake up each day and you go, oh no, Lord, what are we to do? What are we to do today? What are we to do uh, by the end of this week? What are we going to do next month? What is it? And know that our God said, I will take you by the hand. I will keep you. And I will make you. And I will help you. I will use you to open up the eyes of the blind. To set the captives free from all the things that they're uh, in captive to. So I just want to encourage you with that. Um, I know Megan, you'd love to hear me sing the song, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go there with it. Um, I'll sing it to Eric, and then he could share it with you, I guess. But um, listen, I I want you to just share with me right now before we go into the announcements and we close out with the announcements. I want to go through what some of you have, have typed here, and I just want to pray for you. I want to pray that God, you would take hold of God's hand as you're going through this difficult time. Uh, Janice uh, Kleinbell, our baby's due May, May 18th. Her little sister may not get to visit in the hospital. Father, we just want to pray for the Kleinbell family. And Lord, uh, it's exciting with the new baby coming in, but just the uncertainty of what this is all going to look like. And we just pray for protection over the family right now. And we just ask God that they would take hold of your hand. You're reaching down. And you you said in your word, I will take hold of your hand. I will keep you. And I pray that over the Kleinbell family. I pray that over Janice right now and the baby and, the, and their, little, uh, their, their other daughter and everything. Just pray, Father, that you would just uh, be be with this with the sister and all of that we pray for travis and and um uh that you would protect him that uh from the this virus so he would not pass it on to his grandma we just ask god that you would you would put a 
protection over him and and all of that we we do pray um um megan talks about being in two different realities like like the end is coming and i'm ready for that and hard to say to stay in the present but just want to stop working and focus on you know things that matter and so you know trying to do life but then also just trying to navigate through this and i pray father for this for for clarity for megan i pray for confidence that she could just know that your hand is reaching down she could take hold of your hand father and that you would use a uh, guide her through the uncertainties of each day uh, michelle um you put uh, for work it's so up in the air it's okay uh to groom dogs now or do we need to wait it out so this whole area of just the small businesses uh workplace all of that lord god i just ask that you be with michelle and just uh, ask that you would just uh, uh, take her hand and keep her, watch over her, that you will protect her and guide her in, in this. Lord, when she comes to that point of where she says, oh no, Lord, what shall we do? Uh, may she remember that to pivot and to remember that there is more available to her through you than what the world ever offers. And that she could trust you in that. We pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. And uh, Father, we pray for Christina and just the anxiety this morning and the coming days and the process of moving and all of that. We pray, Lord, for your direction and taking care of Christina today. As those anxious moments come when uh, uh, you're there in First Peter uh, chapter 5, it says, cast all of our anxieties on you, Jesus, because you care for us. And I pray that Christina can know that you're reaching down with your hand, God. And you say, I got it. Just hold on to my hand. I'll navigate this through with you. And Father, we um, just pray for everybody. We pray for our president. We pray, Father, for our medical care uh, people. We We ask God that for those that are serving day in and day out, making decisions, our governors, uh, the, the governor, um, our mayor, um, those that are uh, serving and giving to those in the home of, of food and meeting the needs of our seniors, of our uh, shut-ins, all of that, all of them, Father, we just ask for your blessing and cover over them. So, Father, we know that you reach down with your hand and you say, I will take hold of your hand and I will keep you. And we trust in you. Uh, the uh, enemy may be surrounding us. The news may be overwhelming to us. But Lord, help us to pivot and help our eyes to be upon you in everything that we face. And we just pray these things in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Now uh, you continue to share any needs that you have. Um, with us. I want to just kind of go over some announcements, some things that are coming up this week just to help you to be updated on what is uh, uh, going on and what's, what's available for us. The Home for Now bags are by appointment through Storehouse still and um, Justine can always use individuals to go and shop uh, to provide for these bags. So if, if that's something that you would like to, to do, you would just go to carneyfree.com uh, and uh, slash 
SH Needs, Storehouse Needs, or you could call 308-455-3302 and talk to Justine and get that set up and then call her when you're ready to drop off your um, what you've shopped for at the storehouse and they can let, let you in um, for that as well. The Monday night women's uh, ministry gathering at six o'clock tonight and Carrie's doing a great job providing uh, some studies for the women and bringing some encouragement that way and that's on Facebook live as well. Uh, Wednesday morning uh, we have our 6 a.m. Forge on Wednesday morning and uh, Forge live and uh, so guys don't forget about that and sign up for that and and we will be going through um, you know, how do we as men, uh, this is a time for us as men to rise up and uh, show ourselves as men, as leaders, to be courageous, spiritual, godly men, to be a priesthood in our home. And so that's what we're going to be talking about this Wednesday. Uh, Friday night, uh, don't forget that it's Good Friday. We're not going to have uh, the community service like we always do. But, you know, I think this is really going to be an awesome time where um, families are going to be able to celebrate together the Good Friday service, have communion together in a very special way. So it'll be live um, at, at, I believe, 7 o'clock, um, live Friday night, and we will celebrate communion with you uh, live uh, from from the church here. Uh, Pastor Adrian will lead us in that um, this Friday night. Um, Saturday evening, uh, kids eat free Saturday night and at 6.30 again. So don't for, forget about that. Sunday morning, 9.15 and 11 o'clock, Easter Sunday morning. Um, there'll be uh, services for everyone to enjoy there as well. So listen, if you have some needs, would you please um, uh, connect us? Connect to us. You could go to um, the church and just let us know what needs you have. Or if you have some, know someone that has needs, please let us know that as well. You know, um, my heart, I've been watching what's going on in Columbia and in our missionaries around the world. And we've been, con been in contact with them. And this, this is a, um, something that is just going worldwide. And just to really grasp that, that it's affecting some missionaries that were ready to come home on work assignments. Now they're they're stuck in a place. They're not at the place where they're doing their missions work. They're in between. And we could pray for the Rodriguez's in that. We could pray for those that are in uh, certain places that are undisclosed. And yet uh, the tension is rising there. We pray for protection over them. Uh, so be remembering our missionaries. Remember... Hey, this is a great time. If you are sponsoring a child from Columbia, don't. For, this is a great time to have your ki kids color pictures, uh, write them a note, uh, do some crafts with them, and then be able to send that off to your sponsored child. This is a this is a great time to do that while you're at home and not able to go out to be thinking of the children in Columbia, and and really. Uh, they don't have the medical facilities that we have and the medical care that we have. Every person matters to us. And so let's remember our children in Colombia and families in Colombia as well. 
And, uh, you know, let's, uh, let's remember our doctors and our nurses who are um, starting to get maxed out in Kearney here. Just remember all of our medical care, our first responders, all of those, our mayor, everyone who's in, in charge of that. And, you know, I want to say this. I want us to remember to pray for our pastor, Pastor Adrian. He has, you know, there's a lot of things in his, that come to him as the lead pastor. And also he has this heart's desire to, to uh, preach the word, to shepherd and care for his flock. Would you remember to pray for him as he cares and loves on his family, but also to his extended church family? Uh, would, you, would you pray for him? for wisdom, for clarity of mind, that the distractions would not uh, get in the way of him being able to, to give a message of hope and the, uh, that's found in Christ. So, hey, thanks for uh, signing on and, and checking uh, in with us today. Our prayers are with you. We, we believe that, that we're going we're gonna to get through this and we're going to be stronger in it, and we're going to be greater in it, and God's got something even bigger on the other side of this that uh, beyond what we could even imagine. So God bless you. May you take hold of God's hand today and journey through today, uh, knowing that he's got you, he's there for you, and he is your help and strength today and each day ahead. And uh, God bless and have a great day. Take care.